All right, we're back after our break. This is, um, we're still Saturday, August 24th, 2019. I was just telling Andrea that there's a lot of good information we've been sharing and hopefully we can get most of it in on this third leg, <laughs> third leg of our discussion. But if, if not, we will continue on as far as we need to because I think it's information that we need to share because someone somewhere may be sitting home or wherever they may be and pondering what they can do, what's available for them, and don't know how to reach out to find what they need. And hopefully we touch on those things that will uh, give them that spark of hope and spark right. of direction right. of where they need to go and what they <coughs> can do to help them with um, their children that's dealing with autism. Yes. But yes. we left off and we were talking about the lady on the path. Oh, yeah. And when we were I, talking um, about wheels. One of the young ladies that um, attended the same um, support group that I attended, um, she was sharing with us that um, she and her son, in Howard County, they have a lot of trails where you can ride your bike, you can go jogging. Um, she and her son went on one of these trails walking and there was this big, there was a tree with a big branch that had bent over. It was hanging over the trail. And she had turned to say something to her son. And when she turned back to keep walking forward, she just missed bumping her head on this trail. And she she got really emotional because she said she thought about if she had hit the trail and lost conscience, would her son be able to go get help? And she doubted. He was, I think, six or seven years old at mm -hmm. the time. He wouldn't know how to go get help. And he, in his mind, his autistic mind, he probably would have thought she was taking a nap. Although who takes a nap on a trail, right. but that's how autistic children think. And she was thinking, you know, um, she was sharing with us the importance of getting a will. I mean, although we all want to live forever, you know, the reality is we need to really prepare, especially when we have children on the autism spectrum um, that, you know, we all have to go out. We need to go out and get a will to say what we would like to happen with our children in the event that something happens to us. Mm -hmm. um, and then she also went on to say that, you know, it's scary because nobody's going to care for your child like you do. That's Nobody's going to put that extra effort in there like you do. But the reality is we have to prepare for this. Mm -hmm. um, I um, also was sharing that um, there's agencies out here that parents can um, reach out to. I had a book signing at Barnes and Noble in White Marsh. Um, and this young lady came to me and she approached me and she was like, can I just give you a hug? And I'm like, um, I don't even know you, <laughs> but um, if you're going to buy a book, sure. <laughs> but she, she shared with me that she works for this agency where parents um, basically give up on their kids. They sign their kids over to the state. And she's talked to several parents that said, you know, hey, I didn't sign up for this. Um, I can't do this anymore. So they... Um, of their own free will, sign their children over to the state. And their children are placed in group homes or assistant living places. Um, then you got the kids that are really severely autistic that have mm -hmm. behavior issues that are placed in institutions. Um, and she said that she just wanted to commend me because I'm a single parent with two children on the spectrum and I have not given up on my kids. I'm gracefully going through this journey, um, holding on to my children. I have not said I didn't sign up for this. And I, I just listening to this young lady talk, I'm like, there's no way I could turn my back on my children. Yeah, but, you know, th th it's it's 
it was amazing to me to hear her say that parents actually say, I didn't sign up for this or I can't do this anymore and sign their children over to the state. Um, just basically turn their backs on them. Um, I, I just, I couldn't imagine doing that for my kids, but it is time consuming. It is exhausting. Yeah. It is hard. It is, it is like, like your life no longer belongs to you. Yeah. You have to yeah. make sacrifice on top of sacrifice on top of sacrifice. But I have been out here doing research, talking to people, trying to find different things to help me with my kids. Um, the special needs supervisor at Howard County's um, Board of Education mm -hmm. told me about this program. It's a grant called the Autism Waiver. This waiver provides so many um, resources to help families that have children on the autism spectrum. Say that again, because I, I think I think a lot of people would benefit from knowing about is the autism, autism waiver. waiver. Yes, um, it's a now. Grant. Is it just a Howard County thing? No, no, it's across the country. It's nationwide. Um, my sister-in-law is an administrator um, for the Howard. Um, I'm sorry for the Syracuse City School District in New York, and um, she says that they have the waiver the autism waiver okay. there in New York. So it's across the country. Um, everybody has it. Mm -hmm. It's a government ran program. Okay. So it's all over the country. Um, it's a grant that, that pays people to come into your home to help you with your children. Um, I was telling you, they have what's called respite care. Mm -hmm. um, it's um, where someone comes into your house and allows you to take a vacation or just a weekend, go get a hotel room and stay in a hotel room for mm -hmm. a weekend. Um, and they come and take care of your children for you so that you can have some sort of a life um, other than just taking care of your kids, being right. there for your kids, doing for your kids. These people are trained to deal with autistic children and they come into your home and they help you. Um, I, Like I said, I have someone helping me teach Andre how to use the washer and dryer. Mm -hmm. um, someone's taking Andre out into the community to help him learn to grocery shop. Um, he's you know, it's, we're taking baby steps, but, you know, he has um, someone helping him to do money transactions at a grocery store at his favorite store, Five Below. <laughs> My favorite store, too. Um, you know, he's being taught. And that autism waiver has provided those services for us um, in our home and outside of our home. There's also um, respite, respite um, facilities. It doesn't have to be in your home. There's places where you can take your child and they can stay there for the whole weekend and it's covered under the autism waiver. You don't have to pay not one red cent. And the wow, autism waiver great. has nothing to do with your income. It's specifically great. based on your child having a diagnosis of autism. That's perfect because yes. the first thing a lot of people say, well, I, I can't afford qualify. Yes, or yes, I don't uh, qualify. You know. But if your child has been diagnosed with autism, you qualify for this program. There's women in this support group that are um, six-figure incomes. There's women that have, um, they're on social services. Mm -hmm. It doesn't matter what your income is. It doesn't matter if you're a two-parent household or a single-parent household. As long as your child has that autism diagnosis, they qualify for this program. Well, which that, is huge. That, that sounds great because it allows the parent, which is probably why it's called respite, that brief moment of yes. time to yes. step away and to, just recuperate. Yes. Because when you run yourself down, yes. you you're no good be, for your right. children. 
Exactly. So at least it allows you to step away and yeah. do that. And yeah. taking um, Andre into the community and having him learn different yes. things. I mean, you, you work. Yes, exactly. Work. I mean, and, and a lot of parents, you work. You don't have time. Right. You have to work. Yes. And you don't have the have time no to do those yes. things. Exactly. So having someone available to do is fantastic. Exactly. It's, it's awesome. Absolutely awesome. I mean, they do a lot. They go bike riding. Um, they've gone bowling, um, shopping, swimming, you name it. They do everything with him. And I love it. Absolutely love it. Absolutely. Now, the, the one thing that I'm a little sad about is programs like that, you don't hear you that don't. much about you don't. them. And I know that, and we were just talking about this, that there's a lot of programs that Congress has passed, has mm -hmm. made available. Yes. But there's no marketing of it. Yes. You have to dig yes. and it's search. It's like it's hush, hush. Right. Shh, don't tell nobody. <laughs> and, and there's things to help. Right. But they're right. not putting it forward to say, right. um, come over here. There's a program here. Exactly. Uh, exactly. We're, we're, when you um, your children are awarded the Autism Waiver Grant, you're assigned a coordinator. Um, and this coordinator comes to your home and does home visits and asks you, how's the program working? Do we need to add this? Do we take away from this? Do we need to get a new person? Um, and they also share with you different things that are out there to help you with your children. I wouldn't have known about respite care because when they got awarded the, um, the waiver, um, I didn't know it included respite care. Um, and the coordinator came and she gave me a whole list of this is that, this is this, this is that. You get um, discounts on certain things um, like Columbia Association. It's a, a club that they do everything. They roller skate, they horseback riding, uh, but you have to pay for this stuff. But the autism waiver pays for it for you. Oh, wow, um, They have wonderful. camps um, that they send the kids to. Um, like a summer camp, a summer camp. Wow. Yes. And they have one when the kids are on, um, winter break mm -hmm. for Christmas. Um, they have a camp that the kids can go to and the autism waiver pays for it. Um, because it can be expensive. I was paying $25 plus for someone to come and sit with my kids for three hours. Wow. Um, one lady told me she wanted $50 an hour and I'm like, I don't even make that. But she said, well, it's only $25 per child. <laughs> okay. I'm like, oh my goodness, childcare is really, really expensive. I'm like, my kids are not infants. They are teenagers in middle school, headed to high school. How could you charge me $50 an hour? Um, but that's the going rate, I guess, $25 an hour for a child. I've uh, never had to pay childcare for teenagers. So yeah, this is all new yeah. for me. So I'm like, I, I didn't know there was a going rate for teenagers. That's a new one. But... <laughs> um, so it, it can get expensive. So having the waiver takes a lot of that um, off of you. Having to worry about how am I going to pay for this? How am I going to pay for that? Still got to pay your mortgage or your rent. Still got to mm -hmm. pay gas and light. Still got to put food, you know, in the house. It's it's a lot. It's a whole lot. Um Raising children alone is hard right. and it's and a expensive. lot of work and expensive. But then when you have, I, I'm, you know, I tell people, I said, how many teenagers have you had to pay childcare for? Um, and then Anthony not being fully potty trained, I'm still buying diapers, not baby diapers. I'm buying exactly. adult diapers. They're expensive. They're not cheap. How many times have you had to buy pampers or diapers for a 16 year old, mm. for a 17 year old? It's an expense that parents on the autism waiver incur that parents that don't have children on the waiver mm -hmm. don't have. Um, and it can be draining, exhausting, tired. It will wipe you out. But I refuse to give up on my kids. Yeah.
We had a jumper. <laughs> <laughs> Anytime I see someone that I feel can help me um, with um, different resources, someone that will share information with me, I'm on it. Um, I pull out my notebook. I pull out my phone, take notes in my phone because I want anything that can help my children. I, I want it. And if I can share it with anybody else, I will. How did you... How did how did you find these resources? Did you go to the library? Howard and... County Schools. Wow. Howard County Schools. We, we have I'm to telling you them again because <laughs> they they appear to have a, a great focus on providing services to yes, the students they, do. they have care they of. They do. They really do. I the, my boys were getting ready to go to kindergarten, and the Howard County Special Needs Supervisor, she's the one that helped me fill out the application. I had never heard of an autism waiver. What is this? I mean, you know, my kids qualify for this. Um, she's the one that helped me fill out the application wow. and she helped me get it submitted to the right people so that they could get put. It's a wait list. There is a wait list because so many children are being diagnosed with autism and so many children need this program. It's a wait list. The government says they're running out of money, you know, to um, supply the different families and they get to stay on this waiver until they're 21. So my boys had to wait until someone um, um, aged out mm -hmm. um, in order for a spot to open up for them. Um, but I'm telling you, it was like a piece of heaven when they called me and said that there was a spot for both of my boys. Um, it takes a lot. I mean, having to pay somebody $50 an hour to yes. just put your kids on the bus and then get them off the bus and stay with them until you get home from yeah, work. That's, that's a lot. lot. That's a lot. That's a lot. It, it was very taxing on me emotionally. I'm like, it put a, 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 a big damper on me financially. Mm -hmm. Like I can't even afford to go to work because I'm working to pay this woman to put my kids on the bus and get them off the bus. Um, it, it's a lot. And then this waiver came in and took care of all of that. Wow. Took care of every bit of it. Um, it's it's a fantastic program. Is there a website where if you're not in Howard County that you could go and yes. find out more? Um, I would just say type in www.autismwaiver.com. It is a government program mm -hmm. um, and everything will pop up right there. Oh, good. And there's even an application online that you can fill out. Um, and it gives you the address and everything where you send your application into. Again, I, I have to say there's a wait list. So you get your application filled out, get your child on that wait list is the best thing to do. Mm -hmm. But it's not going to happen overnight. Um, well, if you have a young child, I think now is the time that you yes. probably want to do that. Yes, exactly. Um, with exactly. a wait list. Exactly. Now, is the wait list a national wait list or is it specific to I think it's specific states? to certain states. Okay. So um, you because need to, you need to see what the length of exactly. your state's wait list exactly. is. Exactly. Okay. Because in um, New York, um, like I said, my sister-in-law is an administrator um, for the special needs services at the um, the um school system that she works for. And she said that kids are being put on the waiver in kindergarten in New York. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking yeah. is that you start early. Yes. So, yes. because when they're that young, when they're kindergarten, mm -hmm. they can be with you. You can kind of figure out right. time to, right. to, to take right. care. But as they start to get older, mm -hmm. those services probably come in a little bit more yeah, handy. They do. Oh, my goodness, they do. They yeah. really, really, really do. Um, now, my boys were diagnosed in New York, in Syracuse, New York. They had no knowledge of the autism waiver when my boys were diagnosed. Yeah. Syracuse was so far behind with um, academics, especially for children on the autism spectrum. 
Um, I felt, and I, they never told me this, but I felt they wanted to use my children as guinea pigs to try to um, research and find out more information on how to educate an autistic child, how to handle and deal with an autistic child. Um, and I, I started doing a lot of research and I found Howard County um, school system and they came, they ranked really high um, as far as knowing what to do how and when to do for autistic children. Mm -hmm. So I came here from New York and I had an interview. I had the um, um, Board of Education was at this meeting. Um, the elementary school teacher and the supervisor of special needs were all at this meeting and the principal of the school that they were going to send my kids to. And um, I was totally impressed, totally impressed. All of this information they were giving me at this meeting, um, Syracuse, New York had no knowledge of this stuff. Absolutely no knowledge. Now, today, it's been 14 years mm -hmm. um, since my boy's been diagnosed. Today, Syracuse has come up. They've come up, but they can't compare to Howard County. But they have um, they have advanced in their, um, their planning and their skills and their um, knowledge of educating children on the autism mm -hmm. spectrum and the, being able to provide parents with resources to help their children. Um, yeah, I, the resources is the, the main thing. Oh, yeah. It's, oh, yeah. it's difficult to try to do all that you need to do on your own solo. It, it really is. There's and, no way you can. Yeah. It, it really is. But there's, um, um, I was mentioning earlier, um, every county in the state of Maryland, I believe, has a autism society chapter. I know mm -hmm. Howard County has one. Montgomery County has one. Um, Baltimore County has one. Contact those, um, those local chapters, mm -hmm. and they have all kind of resources that they can um, pass on to you as a parent of a child on the autism spectrum. They have pamphlets. They have, they gave me little business cards that said um, that I could hand out to people to show them my child has autism. And if you want to interact with my child, this card tells you everything that you need to know to interact with oh, my child. Um, they have bumper stickers. They have little hangers that you hang from your rear view mirror saying um, autistic child on board. They have everything. Um, pamphlets to help the parents. Um, um, I take a lot of those pamphlets when I have a book signing. I take those pamphlets with me mm -hmm. and I hand it out just to get people aware, to get them, you know, the knowledge that they need to know about autistic children. But this call, it's called the Howard, it's Howard County Autism Society. Um, but then I know it's Baltimore County Autism Society and it's Montgomery County. Autism Society. Just go to the link, Autism Society, and put in your county, mm -hmm. and it should pop up and tell you where that Autism Society um, um, Society um, place is mm -hmm. in your in your area. Um, I'm telling you, they have tons of information to share with you. Now, all of that is free. All of it is free, and you just attend, get information. That yes, you need. they have um, support groups that they can um, turn you on oh, to. Oh, that's good. Um, they have, um, Howard County has little meetings. They invite the parents to come in. If they got some new information about something, some research that's going on, mm -hmm. and it's it's volunteer. You don't have to attend if you don't want to. Okay. Um, they have little meetings that update parents on what's going on. Well, you know, where's the government at with this? Where is research at with this? Um, somebody else came up with new res um, resources. Um, we have this. We have that. Um, they have a monthly. They have these meetings. Mm -hmm. um, I got my hands full with my two boys. <laughs> yeah. So attending a meeting is not something I can do on a regular basis. Mm -hmm. But I like to pop in every now and then when I can. They well, do ask you for donations. Um, and 
I think that's reasonable. Yes. I mean, yes. they don't have a set fee. Oh, no, no, no. It's whatever, whatever you, you can, can afford yes, to. Yes, exactly. Exactly. I mean, this goes from a dollar to ten thousand dollars, whatever you can afford to um, donate, Um, because they send newsletters out to us and um, to help keep the newsletters going. You know, a donation would be greatly appreciated. Um, I love it. I absolutely love it. I was going to ask, do you find this society beneficial? Because what I find a lot of times is people get so. Um, I don't know if afraid is the right word, but mm. they become so inward focused that they don't communicate out. It's yeah. it's this wall that goes up that says, I have a special needs child, but I'm not going to communicate out. I'm not going to reach out. This is a, a as we say in, in, in most times, it's a family matter. Yeah. And so yeah. it, everything is kind of huddled in yeah. and yeah. there's this fear or not knowing of yeah. reaching out, take yeah. advantage of some of these um, services. A lot of people I found in talking to different ones are, um, for lack of better words, ashamed. Hmm. Um, and they don't want the public to know that they have a child on the autism spectrum. I have to admit, I too was there. Um, Anthony has been at, was admitted to a psychiatric hospital five times in the year 2018. I was ashamed to tell anybody that my son was in a psychiatric hospital. My son has autism. He has ADHD. He's having meltdowns that are extremely violent, aggressive, and he's hurting people. And they put him in an institution, um, uh, a um, psychiatric hospital. I was embarrassed. I was ashamed to to say that. Um, But he was getting help that he so desperately needed. But I was a sh- I, I thought people were going to look at me different, look at him different, did treat you, us different. Did you think that someone would think it's your fault that you weren't providing something that he needed? Was that what was No, I never thought that people would blame me. I just thought they would, they already get looked at different. They already mm-hmm. get, you know, people always like, oh my God, look at that child. Look at how he's acting. Look at this. I just thought they would get worse. Okay. Um, the stares, the the comments that people make. Um, nobody invites my kids to birthday parties. Nobody. Um, I'm getting emotional. I'm sorry. Yeah, I understand that. <laughs> um, you know, my kids are never included in different things because mm-hmm. they're autistic. Anthony is still wearing diapers. He wears, you know, underwear, but we have to put diapers on top of him. We go to parties and he would sit and the kids would be running around and he'd get um, very excessively um, anxious. Um, All of that yes. rapid movement. Yes. Um, the the kids running and screaming and laughing. He would have an accident and he mm-hmm. would, you know, wet someone's sofa or kitchen table chair. And I'm left behind trying to find cleaning products to clean people's furniture and, you know, things like that. Yeah. People don't want him at their house because he's, he's going to, you know, wet on my furniture. He's going to do this. He's going to do that. So they don't, you know, and I'm thinking, okay, so now people are going to say, that's why I don't want him at my house. He in a, uh, a mental hospital. That's why I don't want him at my, I just feel like they would treat my children even worse mm-hmm. knowing that he was in a psychiatric hospital. Um, so I, yes, I was embarrassed, but I tell people, nobody told me that this could happen, that this would be a part of autism. And I can't keep quiet. I have to share Mm -hmm. because there's some other parent who was not told that this could happen to your child when they get older. Mm -hmm. They go through puberty. His hormones are all over the place. 
And because his brain works different than mine and yours, he doesn't know how to control that, mm -hmm. what to do with it. Mm -hmm. um, so he melts down. Mm -hmm. It's like I have a headache and he's nonverbal. So he can't tell me I have a headache. And it's like my mom is walking by me and I'm in pain and she's doing nothing for me. So maybe if I fall out of this chair and, and bite and scratch, they'll pay me some attention. Mm -hmm. They'll get me help for this headache. Um, I can't read his mind. I don't know if my child is in pain or not. But I know when he's acting out, well, he's not acting out. When he has his meltdowns and he's being aggressive and violent, something's going on. And we need to figure it out and help this child. Mm -hmm. um, and sometimes it ends up him having to be admitted to a psychiatric hospital. Um, I was devastated. The first admission to that psychiatric hospital, I was devastated. I'm like, what's going on? What's wrong with my child? Because they never told me that this was a part of autism. And I'm here to, to share because I don't want another parent going through the unknown like I did. Mm -hmm. If I can sit and talk to you for 10 minutes to a five hours, mm -hmm. if I can share something that I've been through, I'm willing to share it to help you not have to go through the unknown like I did. So no one ever spoke to you about the, um, the overstimulation may no. cause... no. You know, a, no. a serious mental meltdown. No. They told me that children with autism have sensory issues, mm -hmm. and that was it. That was mm -hmm. it. You know, turn the lights down. Okay, I can do that. Um, turn your music down. I can do that. But they never told me the effect of overstimulation to the, all these different sensory mm -hmm. issues. Um, I, I, I mean. I, nobody ever told me, you know, to help your child buy headphones. Mm -hmm. Nobody ever told me that I had to go through it and had to have him experience that meltdown, that violent, um, aggressive meltdown in order to figure out as a parent, as a mom wanting to help her child, what can I do to help stop this from happening again? Nobody never told me. They never warned me. When I sat in the meeting at school, when they, they had to call 911 because he was so out of control, nobody could control him but the police. Um, and they put him in restraints. That was the only way they could control him. Um, so we had a meeting at the school to discuss what had happened and why 911 had to be called. And I told them, nobody ever told me. I had no clue. When you called me and said you had to call 911, I'm like, why? Anthony's autistic. He's not hurting anybody. What's what's going on? Um, and they told me that, you know, the aggression and the violence comes from overstimulation. Um excessive stimulation and it's not stopping because he can't speak to us can't tell us it's too bright it's too loud mm -hmm. this hurts that hurts i had a parent tell me that her son was nonverbal he's nonverbal and he told her he said mommy when you kiss me on my cheek it felt like you was putting a nail through my cheek it hurt that sensory that mm -hmm. her lips touching his skin hurt and i'm like my god how many times have I kissed Anthony and made it feel like I was putting nails in his face and he's sitting there hurting and I'm trying to show affection right. and, and his way of letting me know that he's on an overload is to have a meltdown. Mm -hmm. Nobody ever told me that. Nobody ever told me that my child may experience sensory overload that would lead to violence. Mm -hmm. um, I, I'm just like, it was all the unknown to me completely, totally unknown to me. 
Um, and I, I'll share whatever I have, any resources to help this parent get um, released because I my health got affected. I started having heart palpitations. I broke out in hives. My blood pressure shot up because I didn't know that there was relief out there. Mm -hmm. I didn't know that there was respite care out there until they told me, um, you know, the autism waiver provides respite care. You can go away for the weekend. You can go on vacation. We'll come into your home and help you with your children. I had no idea, no idea whatsoever. Um, but Howard County has been awesome. Howard County school educational system, their academic system has been awesome. I talk about them in my book. They have done such a fantastic job with my kids. They sound like they are ahead of everybody else. Yeah. I did some research and... Um, Georgia is another state that is on the same level as Maryland State, Howard County. Um, Georgia has excellent programs in place, just like Howard County, educational programs in place, just like Howard County does. Um, they are, um, I'd say, equal. Mm -hmm. um, I even saw, um, when I did my research uh, down in Georgia, they have um, programs in place for children transitioning from teenage to young adult. And they, um, um, I was talking to one of the principals and she was saying, oh, we help, we help find housing for the, the, the young people. Um, they have specific places that they have built for autistic children that's going to transition to adulthood. Mm -hmm. They can stay there on their own. Um, of course, somebody comes in to check on them, uh, you know, outside of the parents. Um, but they have places that they built in Georgia that um, it's specifically for children on the autism spectrum that are now young adults. Oh, that's I'm like, wow, wow. So then I went to a meeting for Andre and they told me they haven't built them, but Howard County has the same thing. In Ellicott City, there are housing that's for autistic young adults. Oh. I'm like, oh my gosh, this is fantastic. See, this is the kind of information that this type of discussion mm -hmm. I think will help a lot of people because oh, yeah. there's so oh, much yeah. out there. Oh, now, yes. Unfortunately, you had to be at the forefront and kind of brave <laughs> the front door yes. for everybody else is coming. I had to go through the but, storm. Right, right. right. <laughs> you, you have a lot of insight yeah, that I yeah. think is just 